0: Welcome back to Episode 2 of the Fergus Worldwide Podcast. Today I sat down with Eddie Heuer. He's a creator that makes videos focused on consciousness, philosophy, and just the overall human condition. His work's super interesting, and everywhere you can find him will be linked in the description. So, yeah, Episode 2. How would you describe what you do and kind of what led you to creating this kind of content? Because when you came up on my TikTok, I'd never really seen... Anything like it before, and it it really struck me because like it's TikTok, but it's it's art. Like it's I I wouldn't just call it a TikTok. You know, it's it's much deeper. There's a lot more to it. So, kind of how do you how do you describe what you do?
1: Yeah, um, I'm really big into philosophy, and um, I've always been uh, wanting to create something that kind of bridges like a modern platform with, uh, a lot of like things I find interesting in philosophy or, um, psychology as well. And I also have a, was experiencing for the past few months, like kind of this overstimulating effect scrolling through the app. Okay. And I was starting to take notice, um, and want to replicate that like emotion and then that feeling, um, into like a piece that can kind of also apply a commentary to that. Yeah. And I also just love, um, overwhelming people and like, uh, putting things that it's like too much to comprehend because I think that, um, in a way that is like what's happening with kind of the doom scroll on TikTok and the overstimulation is it's like, you're just getting too much and you're not able to comprehend any of it really.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually another question I had because uh, like what really struck me about it was kind of how I feel like this digital space we're in now where we're always on our phones, specifically TikTok and that, that doom scroll you mentioned that it's just like you're on there for hours. It's so overstimulating. It, it felt like you had kind of condensed that feeling like into a into a shorter form. Like that hour on TikTok is what some of your videos feel like, where it's like, you know, yeah. you just, like, and I really like how, you know, you'll start it with, it'll just look like a normal TikTok. Like I think the first one of yours I saw, it's like, you know, two seconds, it's that, and then zoom, here we go. Yeah. And like all that's, I, I really enjoyed that. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting the digital space right now. And I, I really like how you kind yeah, of the, realize that.
1: There's a, there's kind of like a hypnosis that the algorithm puts you into uh where it like you know you can scroll on there for like an hour and um i'm glad that that translated to you where it felt like it condensed into a video because that's you know one of the goals is like hey like what would it feel like to you know condense that hour where you're not really recognizing um the time passing by and turn it into like a short thing so that people can kind of realize it and it's not like as hypnotic and it's like oh wait a second like this is i'm doing this right now you know and
0: yeah like it's kind of like a breath of fresh air like you you're able to almost view yourself from the third person and what you're spending your time doing like Mm -hmm. and i feel like you know i i like this age is already such a confusing kind of difficult age and i think tiktok just adds so much to that um like with your videos, you know, there's, there's so many different viewpoints, you know, you're seeing, oh, I'm 21 and I made 200 grand this month. And I'm this person, I did this, then here's Andrew Tate. And then here's outrage about this. And it's just, there's just so much mess. And like that hypnosis you mentioned, I don't think we fully realize kind of the effect that has on just our, our humanity and mental health and how that affects us in our day to day. So
1: yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't think we're meant to at all. I think TikTok's one of the best out al- or most, uh, predatory algorithms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in that Absolutely. it, in that it gets you into that like flow, but it is really, I think it's, it's kind of fascinating that, um, it's evolved to the point where like the best form to keep people's attention, because that's what the algorithm does is to place like these just totally wildly unrelated um uh videos you know back and forth like you'll you'll see just like you know a news post and then it's you know like the war in ukraine and then you've got like the funniest video you've ever seen like right after and then just and then like the saddest video you've ever seen and it's um it's not a new thing I, i mean that's been on a lot of other internet platforms before and honestly you can even trace it back to like newspapers you know they have different stories that go there but because of how predatory the algorithm is it's like more addictive more hypnotic than ever before
0: yeah absolutely it's it's really scary because it almost knows you better than you know yourself it's yeah. it's constantly feeding you something that it knows that you're gonna hit on for but, sure yeah but um so you said philosophy um what what schools of thought do you follow?
1: Yeah. Um I I've like look a little into like stoicism um okay. and 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 that I had a little face there. Um I kind of my favorite author is Albert Camus. Uh, and he's one of the absurdists. So it's kind of like a positive nihilist in a way. Yeah. Um okay. and um my other favorite is I mean it kind of borders psychology, but Carl Jung, um okay. he's yeah, yeah um i i I really dig like the collective unconscious and like themes of duality and also like synchronicity, which is like something I'm just getting really interested into
0: so, okay could you could you go into that a little more and how yeah. it kind of shines through through your work?
1: Yeah, for sure. um so okay, I, I mean there's there's a few different things uh there I, for one thing, like the duality because I think that that's something that like I really try and put forward. Um, there's, if you watch my videos, a lot of times you'll notice that there's not always a direct, like, uh, perspective or commentary that like, you can identify with me. Like you can, um, watch a video and it's, I, I try and be as ambiguous as possible and, and show like all these different sides of, of, a uh, issue that I think of without necessarily like putting my stance out there. Mm. Um, because I think it's really interesting to put forth information that way rather than not. Um so like in my work there's a lot of like themes of duality where there's like, you know, I am, I'll write something about gosh, I'm trying to think of an example. Oh yeah, there's one where I was talking about, oh yeah, I, I'm an artist and then I'm like I'm a failure. I'm a I'm a I'm a god. I'm 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 terrible. And it's like these like I find it really interesting like um philosophically the necessity of like um an opposite to give value to another thing um so that's what i try and do with duality um synchronicity is uh, a thing that i'm just getting into now which is kind of like a thing that Jung coined where he said that um like the universe kind of operates in the way that scientists understand and like cause and effect Um, but, uh, because of like physics or, or whatever, but synchronicity suggests that there can be things outside of like time and space, uh, where things can have an effect because of meaning. So like things can happen for reasons that aren't uh, necessarily like direct causes of things. And I think that love is one of the biggest things that falls into that category. Um, and I'm really interested in, in how, like, events will fall into place, um, and things will happen that just don't really make sense coincidentally. And, um, uh, that lead you to, or away from love. And I think that's like one of my biggest focus is, is love there.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so you said you had, you had a phase of stoicism. Uh, personally, I've been getting really into stoicism. Um, like I've, I, I read meditations Marcus yeah. this. Um, and then, you know, I've just been on some like stoic podcasts, um, pages and stuff, but I guess you, you said it was a phase and, um, mm-hmm. like, are, are, are there things you drew from it that you still carry and yeah, absolutely. you have like criticisms of it? Like what's yeah. Still-
1: um, I definitely still practice. Like I think that the values of stoicism, I still practice a lot. Um, especially like the biggest thing that I've, that I learned and, and gathered from it is like, um, controlling and recognizing like anger or negative emotions. Um, I when when bad things happen to me, I don't really get angry anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I, 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 I don't know. I, it's rarer and rarer that I get angry. Um, these days and most of the times when I, when I do get angry, it's like a playful angry, like with my friends or like, yeah. or, or just like, you know, yelling at somebody on the road, my friends in the car for fun. But, um, yeah, no practicing like not, uh, I mean, obviously like the main core value is not to let things outside of your control affect your inner world. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've really like slowed down and, and been able to like process, um, those negative emotions better with that um criticisms i think that it's as like those ideas age as like a lot of philosophical ideas age and they kind of reach modernity they've had like thousands of years of um criticism and thousands of years of development for human civilization for us to understand that things are just more complex than like a simple um like straightforward you know just don't do things that aren't in your control so i think that there's like a lot more um complexity to like modern problems than just saying like oh you know like oh it's not in my control So, okay like for example minority communities <laughs> oppressed communities it's like oh it's not in my control that i was like born in a poor you know a low income violent neighborhood mm. so therefore i'm just gonna like be content with it, you yeah, know.
0: Like, how it affects me, because yeah, you can't you can't not let that affect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, stoicism I think is a lot easier for me because I'm it, extremely fortunate. You know, like
1: I yeah yeah that's another thing I,
0: I haven't faced anything close to those type of hardships, discrimination, and just you, you know, like I I started life on easy mode. I, I I'm 21. I live at home. I, I have opportunities surrounding me. Um, but I mean, what, one of the ways I've kind of taken it with what you can't control is I've realized like with watching the news and being on social media and just seeing everything in the world, like everything you can't control. Like I've tried to completely remove myself from that because it just caused so much distortion, and the things that i can control that are meaningful. And like, you know, after a couple months of kind of freeing myself of that, freeing my mind of those shackles, i i mean, my opinion is that you can change those things through focusing on what you control. Like like for me right now, like we're here doing this podcast. This is the second one i've done. I've i've finally started it and it's like there's so much I want to do with this to just help the community, help multiple communities and build this platform to a point where it can actually make a difference. And if I was focusing on all those other things, I don't know if I would be here talking to you right now,
1: you know? Yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think always um, working on the inner self like projects to the outer world. um, Mm -hmm. And the, core foundations of your beliefs and your core ideologies and like how you treat yourself will always reflect on like the outward communities and like the the actions you take on the outside so
0: through your tiktoks you kind of just show the madness and the overstimulation and the polarization of everything happening right now and i don't know that's from my viewpoint of i just think community is more important than ever. I I feel like we're so unorganized and so distant from each other through means we don't necessarily like like really believe in, you know? Like mm. I feel like especially people our age are so so focused on searching for identity from things outside of their self.
1: Yeah. I I I have a big problem with that, like identity and stuff. I've had my grapples with that. I, I don't, I think that um, a lot of people, um, yeah, they gain their identity from external attributes or um, things that they like, or, you know, people will be attracted to people because, Oh, you like this TV show or like, Oh, you're interested in this band. Like, I mean, it that is something that's all over TikTok. at least in my niche is like, mm-hmm you know, the person who listens to the Smiths or the person who listens to Mitski or whatever. Um, and in my experience, the most true, the most real people, the most valuable people in my life have been people who just do not share the same interests in me and just have, mm-hmm. you know, completely arbitrary interests, but, mm-hmm. um, that's not their personality. And, uh, yes, yeah. uh, they're internally, um, more, they're more in tune with themselves internally. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I, I think so many connections are cut off just from the groups we choose to associate with. It could be, yeah you know, like bands or it could be like beliefs too. And I feel yeah, like for sure. especially people our age, they will so strongly associate with beliefs that they don't fully understand. And like the, they will cut off so many people, because of those beliefs. But um
1: Yeah, I've experienced, yeah, I've definitely experienced that. And that's just, I mean, that's just like ideology in this century. Like ideology has just become so dangerous. And for that reason, because it's it's like superseded itself, like the idea is no longer the center of the ideology, but rather like yeah. the aesthetic of the ideology the, the and team, the, the group, the tribe. The the group has become the um centerpiece, the gathering um around that uh, community. And so that just causes so many problems because then it's not about the actual ideology anymore. hmm Yeah.
0: And you said you had you had grapples with your identity. Um mm-hmm. and what what do you mean by that? Like what was that like and what have you just, yeah. through that process?
1: Yeah. Um I think like it was kind of like a year and a bit ago I was like starting to like think about all this stuff and and you know my external stuff and before i was like very um i kind of did the things that i talked about that i don't like where i was like surrounding myself with external attributes to create my identity and i really didn't like that and what i did was wrong i i tried but i it was what i thought was right at the time i tried to strip myself of all of those things and i tried to be as like um neutral as possible and like rebuild them um and and kind of strip down all these external things and become as like blank slate as possible. Um, because I really was like, I just hated that I was like associated with all these things. And I felt like I wasn't being true to like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I also was bad timing going through like a really bad depression, um, for like almost a year at that point. So then, you know, I stripped down more external characteristics and i was getting more depressed and then i was like god I, and then i wasn't happy anymore and then i was like not really a person so I, I learned that through that experience that external characteristics are still valuable and like um the things that you uh, show on the outside like do still matter to comprising your identity but mm-hmm. it's like it's it's more of a balance and i know that's a um kind of co- traditional like easy way out to say but it's it, it is more of a balance between those internal and external characteristics
0: yeah I, I mean it's 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 true oh. like that's not like yeah it, it's kind of the thing to say but you know yeah you can't you, you can't be completely on one side or the other like we're talking about externalism and the ramifications that has that we're watching in the world but it's pure internalism is just as dangerous
1: yeah and it it also leads to narcissism a lot of the time it didn't i don't think it did with my case but i know that and i've seen it a lot on like like spiritual people who get very into spiritualism um Mm -hmm. and it just leads to like a narcissism or a
0: just like that that whole enlightened like i i'm so awake i'm so woke and mm -hmm. yeah it, it just becomes so like i'm levitating above all of you people but i'm masking it in a output of love and care and yeah
1: (laughs) yeah because you it's like um and i I, that's like also another philosophical thing is like uh, the ancient idea of uh virtues was like the middle ground between two things so like i think that for spiritual people like they see like love and care or, or those kinds of things And they try and like max those out to like, and just hard focus on, on these certain like internal characteristics and make them as huge as possible. And then it's, it's no longer the virtue anymore. It becomes a vice because it's like, you're not Mm -hmm. mediating it. And yeah. Yeah. So
0: with your struggle between internal and external, because I think our generation right now is really struggling with the internal. I think that's part of what makes your work powerful is because is because you kind of show that duality of like all of this external noise and then like the internal identity kind of struggling, mm-hmm. talking to itself, trying to find what it is and get out. What, what helped you or what, what yeah. did you find in the internal that kind of helped you get out of that funk you were in?
1: Um, unfortunately, it was a breakup um <laughs> because it and, and i say unfortunately because i really you know like nobody wants a breakup to happen but mm-hmm. um and and it sucks so bad but it really forced me i mean forced me like it forced my hand to to become um my own lover and to love myself um rather than rely on the love of another person mm-hmm. um so, I mean, that was, you know, it's hard to say that that was like a controlled decision. Like I was like, I made the step to, you know, love myself, but I was rather put in a position where my hand was forced and like, I wasn't going to, um, you know, lay down forever and just wallow. And I chose, you know, I said, I, I have to love myself. Like I have to figure this out. And, um I mean, I'm I'm still kind of going through that process now. Uh, so it, it's hard to say what like strategies I've taken <laughs> because mm-hmm. I I'm I'm still figuring it out and I'm still navigating that. But um I think learning to to do activities that I enjoy by myself, like and cutting off like my phone or cutting off any sort of communication with other people mm-hmm. has like really helped. And um reading has also really helped me because like those things it's like I go and I go to a coffee shop and I read a book and I'm like that's my world that's my thing like I'm not doing it for anybody else mm-hmm. I'm not like external like I'm not putting it out there this, this is not something that's like social it's like I am you know connecting with a read the the author but I mean it's mm-hmm. kind of myself and I'm like yeah. able to enjoy that moment purely by myself and, and finding ways to enjoy moments purely by yourself is like, what is like the internal, I think. A lot mm-hmm.
0: of yeah. You, you getting to know you, you connecting with yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so with your work, do you have like, like, what do you see yourself doing with it in the future? Like, where do you see this going? What are your thoughts and goals like like what 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 do you think is next past like maybe tiktok or like is there anything else you're working on
1: yeah i've got a couple projects in the process right now um there's i've gotten a couple artists uh music artists to reach out to me since they saw my stuff and they were like hey like we should work together and i'm producing uh lyric videos for an entire album that'll be coming out in october i i can't wait to show some of the stuff i'm working on i mean it's really it's really great i've got a couple songs finished um now but um so i i mean there's that i'm working on that stuff um yeah i as of now it it really is just like a non-monetized um passion and i'm kind of doing it like i think that people's feedback is like enough payment and enough reward for me on TikTok right now where like, you know, I'm getting messages from people saying like, Hey, this really helped me or this really got me out of a funk or, you know, this, this, this is thank you or whatever. Like that's enough that, that fulfills me to, and drives me to want to keep creating. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of just keeping my options open and, and looking for other creatives to connect with that. I really, I really love. Um, and kind of just slowly building a portfolio and, and seeing what happens.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just doing it. Cause you'll love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That I, was uh, I, What was
1: that? I said, I found that um, in my history, like whenever I force art, it's not as good. Uh, one of my favorite, I can't remember where I heard it, but I really liked some, somebody was talking about like um, they, they used a metaphor to talk about creating art where they said you can't, be like a coal factory. Like you can't pump coal into your work. Like you can't just like keep grinding and like making stuff. It are creating art is more like being a wind chime and letting the wind like flow through you. And it's like, it may not blow at a certain time, but when it does, you have to be ready to like grasp onto it and take advantage of that wind. Because yeah, I mean, like art comes from nature, like the things around you and you can't control Those things, but you have to, you know, it's, it's only harmful to try and like pump coal into your fire and and just keep grinding in my opinion.